Hi, welcome to The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. We're presented with support of Weatherhead Executive Education at Case Western Reserve University. What started as a business selling filters for gutters has grown into a much larger set of endeavors, more than just consumer products. There's a sporting and entertainment division, which includes a NASCAR team, financial services, marketing and event management, and most importantly, a philanthropic arm to colleague companies. Here to talk us about the many facets of this Northeast Ohio company is Matt Colleg. Matt, thanks for joining us today. Hey, it's great to be here, and uh, we're getting into fall. It seems like the weather just changed on a dime, but uh, feels good outside and uh, really good to talk to you and uh, talk about all the business stuff we have going on and NASCAR and everything we have going on. So good to be here. So before we talk about that, if I were you, I would have just stopped at being a, telling everybody I had been a Division One quarterback and brag about that. You've obviously taken this another couple steps. Yeah. No. Nope. Can, uh, can we talk about that for a second? How, how did that all end up happening before we dive into the business stuff? Yeah. So I grew up, uh, those that don't know, I grew up in Cincinnati. So went to uh, grade school in Cincinnati and eighth grade moved to Chicago and uh, played quarterback. So I was, I was a good quarterback. And, uh, and Jerry Faust, actually, wow. uh, at the University of Akron, uh, recruited me out of Chicago. And, uh, and then I went to Akron. You know, my wife was a cheerleader at the University of Akron and met her my second year in school and, and uh, you know, had a good time playing and then um, hanging out with her. And, and now we've been married, what, 23 years, have a beautiful daughter, Samantha. She's 14 years old. And Northeast Ohio is my home. So uh, loving it. What led you to the business world after your graduation? So while I was playing quarterback at the University of Akron, went to business school. So was involved in business. And my very first job out of school was selling remodeling products. So things for the home. Uh, windows. Worked for a manufacturer that did windows and siding and kitchens and roofs and basements and, and things like that. So I was a salesman. So went to uh, went to people's houses, you know, gave them demonstrations and you know, priced up their projects and, and, uh, and sold. So we did, uh, I did that for eight years, four years as a salesman and four years as a sales manager. And then uh, it actually led me to, uh, you know, so after eight years, I came across this gutter protection product called Leaf Filter. It was brand new technology back at the time. So this is back in 2005, brand new technology. It was a surgical grade stainless steel gutter screen that kept all the leaves and debris out of your gutters except for water. So kept everything out except for water. And uh, I thought it was a really great product that I could sell, that we could market. And uh, so I quit my job, you know, my very first job that I had out of college, quit that, worked out of my house for a couple of years. And, and, uh, and now we've grown that thing into uh, to a massive, uh, massive company. You had to make the decision, though. There were some 90 dealers for the product, and you end up taking the process over. Did you really think, I've got something that's really hot on my hands, the technology was it? Or did you think it was just something that people needed or a combination of both? No, you're right. It was, uh, well, it was a combination of all that stuff, but you're right. I was, well, I was one of 90 dealers. Like a lot of people, you know, we've we've grown, you know, we're over a billion dollar company now at, uh, at Leaf Home and uh, with Leaf Filter. We've got 130 locations nationwide and in Canada. And, you know, so a lot of people think that I started the company. Um, I founded the company as it is today as, as Leaf Filter, which was originally called Leaf Filter North, which, like I said, just started in Northeast Ohio for, uh, you know, for three years before we even had a, a second location. But um, you're right. I started out as 90. There were 90 dealers nationwide, 91. I was one of 91 dealers. And 
You know, I mean, the 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 long and short of it is business wise is like we just we're better at marketing and better at selling and better at the business processes. I mean, everybody was selling the same product, you know, in 90 locations nationwide and, and in Canada. And for whatever reason, we were just better at it. I mean, sometimes companies are better than, you know, sometimes sports teams are better than others uh, for different reasons. Sometimes business companies are better than others for different reasons, but we were really good at marketing the product uh, and our business processes and our customer service. And, you know, it all goes hand in hand to just make a, a really great company uh, that can survive. And, you know, it was a great place to work, it is a great place to work today. And, uh, you know, we were just fortunate with great people and to get the right, the right people sometimes to, uh, to, to make things happen. Let's talk about the notion of expansion. You not only expanded to other cities, but you also expanded the, the amount of products. And you did a lot of this during the real bad economic downturn. Uh, is it just the nature of saying, I have to take a calculated risk? What was the decision process there to expand at that time and to have more products? Are you talking about like in 2008? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back then. So I just told you we started in 2005 for three years just we're in Northeast Ohio and decided to expand two hours each way. Um, so went to, in 2008, went to Pittsburgh, went to Columbus, Ohio, and went to Toledo, Ohio, which were all almost literally two hours from my house. And, uh, you know, we expanded. So right when we expanded, that was January of 2008, things didn't start getting real bad until, you know, really the end of 2008. And uh, you're right, we had a decision to make at the end of that year, whether to uh, whether to keep expanding or whether to do what almost every single company in the country did is either close your doors or or just really hunker down, lower expenses, not market. And um, you know, I mean, a funny story. We we decided, you know, I had I had almost read something sometime or or heard that government jobs were good when the economy's bad, right? Okay. So government jobs are good, which is a fact um, when the economy's bad. And so I decided to expand two offices out to Washington, D.C., one northeast. So one in Baltimore and one in Manassas, Virginia. And, um, you know, while, you know, I think we did five point four million dollars in revenue in 2008. And in 2009, when the economy was falling apart and when everything was bad, we went to eleven point six million in sales. So we more than doubled when uh, when everybody else was really uh, flailing and, and not doing well. So super proud of that. Outside of a paycheck, which of course is a great motivator, how do you encourage employees to feel like they really have a vested interest in the organization's success? Well, I really believe in culture. You know, I'm a big culture guy. You know, I know that's sometimes a cliche with companies, but you know, we did things like even in that that time in 2009 when the economy was really bad. I I had a, and this is before Zoom and before everybody started doing Zoom calls, but we would have conference calls every single morning. So at eight o'clock every single morning, I would have what I called like our leaf filter economy calls. I wouldn't, I told all of our employees, don't watch TV and don't listen to the radio <laughs> because it's all negative, right? I mean, banks were failing, companies were failing. It was just all bad negative news. And so I had a conference call and I would tell them the news, like everything you need to know, I'm going to tell you. And I'm telling you the leaf filter economy is going great. And we're going to sell a lot of leaf filter today. And that's all you need to know. But we also were, and I've got them right here. 
I have a wristband, a bracelet that I've worn for, I don't know how many, 11 years now, 12 years that says TNT. And it stands for today, not tomorrow. Hmm. TNT today, not tomorrow. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. I mean, you never know what the economy, even in business environments today, like you have to get after it. You can't wait, you know, and have all these future plans. I mean, so that's the essence of like life, business. So that's kind of the motto that we've always had is TNT today, not tomorrow. Whether you're marketing, you know, you generate leads today. You, whether you're selling, you you generate the business today. Uh, if we're installing our, our remodeling products, uh, we install them today, not tomorrow. Um, if a customer calls for service, you call them right now. You don't, you don't wait a few days and put them in a queue. So it's just kind of our business philosophy and like a life philosophy. And, and so um, that's how you get employees to really care, to really, you know, really embrace uh, customer service and really becoming the best company that you can possibly be in whatever, whatever area of the company you're in. Matt Colleg joins us today. Matt is the head of Colleg Companies. We're talking today on the landscape of Cranes Cleveland podcast. We are presented with the support of Weatherhead Executive Education at Case Western Reserve University. I'm Dan Paletta. Matt, you have Leave Home and has this collection of products that all revolve around the home, but then you start to expand into other areas. Let's talk for a moment about Colleg Capital because uh, you're going into an area. Did you feel you knew much about this? What was the reason behind starting that? Well, you know, I got I got private equity involved when back in 2016. So back in September of 16, I'm still very involved in Leaf Home and, um, you know, teamed up, partnered up with Gridiron Capital uh, out of New Canaan, Connecticut. You know, I mean, it generated some some capital uh, for, for me and my family. And so we started a family office, which is Collie Companies. And so what Collie Capital is, is it's the investment arm of Collie Companies, uh, which is our real estate development. So we we own a bunch of real estate. We own, you know, it's, or, or our private equity. Um, we own a bunch of different companies, you know, in, in that aspect. So, I mean, you know, everybody knows you can do a couple things. If you have, uh, if you get some, some, if you get some capital, if you get some money, you can, you can either throw it in the bank or uh, you can invest it and do some cool things business-wise. So, you know, me being 48 years old, you know, even at the time in in 2016, uh, when we got Gridiron Capital, our private investment company or private equity company involved, you know, I was 43 years old. So you could either throw all your money in a bank or uh, you can do something with it and invest in companies and, and try to do great things like we've done with Leaf Home. So, I mean, we've really grown Leaf Home Um and like you were saying, uh, to a bunch of different companies and different different products. And uh, it's just fun. I mean, you know, I don't know any other way to say it. I mean, that's why we're involved in NASCAR. That's why we're involved in so much philanthropy. That's why we're involved in uh, helping our community. It's, um, you know, just personality wise, just I'm not about just sitting around watching your money grow, barely grow. It's just about having fun. And business is fun. I mean, that's what Cranes is all about too. It's like, it's about business. It's about relationships and it's about being the best you can be and, and, uh, and having fun in business. Let's talk about this NASCAR uh, team that you have, because you didn't grow up a NASCAR fan. Now you say it's fun, but somehow you have yeah. to get involved. How does that happen? You know, we got involved with, you know, as Lee Filter. So back in, um, I think 2014, 
had the opportunity to sponsor a uh, NASCAR team. We were growing, you know, I kind of told you the story about Leaf Filter, but we were growing, mm-hmm. I think we had maybe 20 offices. We had offices down in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Raleigh, North Carolina, and Atlanta, and we were moving into Texas. So really into NASCAR country and uh, had the opportunity to advertise uh, on a car. So we were a sponsor of one of the race teams and uh, and, and kind of and loved it. We sponsored Blake Cook uh, in 2014 at the Charlotte race, which is coming up this weekend, by the way, and brought 60 people from my company down uh, to the race. You know, we we made leaf filter racing shirts. And, uh, you know, if you're ever at the track, it's a super fun experience getting pictures with the car and just kind of fell in love with it. In 2015, sponsored a full time Xfinity team. We were on the car every week. It was amazing how our employees got engaged in that whole process as far as like wearing shirts every day and we put posters up on the wall of leaf filter. So it's one thing, and you guys, you can imagine this, that to see your company's logo on a car running around a racetrack every single weekend and you have something to root for. So it it actually got to the point where I wanted to go faster and we wanted to, you know, as a sponsor that we were spending more money. And so it ultimately led to me being entrepreneurial and kind of being curious about the sport and about the owners and saying like, hey, I think I could do this myself and I think I could do it better than these guys. So in 2000, uh, at the end of 2015 for the 2016 season, yeah, started colleague racing and, uh, and we started running full time in the NASCAR Xfinity series. And so now it's led to, I mean, we're six years in, this is our sixth season. We just won with AJ Allmendinger. We won the uh, regular season championship uh, in NASCAR and uh, we're in the playoffs right now. And it's been a super fun experience. We've won 14 Xfinity trophies. We won a cup trophy in Indianapolis at the Brickyard uh, about what, a month and a half ago. And man, we're having a blast. So you talk about a business and just throwing yourself uh, into a sport that has been dominated by people that have been doing this for 50 years. Uh, you know, it's been one heck of a ride and, and a great experience. One final question about racing. I didn't, I must say the racing I follow has four hooves and a tail, so I don't know much about car racing, but one of the things I read about this issue that, that when you started, you discovered this thing called start and park, which for a competitor like you must've sent yeah. you over the edge. Yeah, well, that that was a, you know, and I don't think NASCAR does that anymore. They kind of got rid of that. But what, for those that don't know, a starting park was, you know, you still get money from NASCAR or to even participate in the sport if you qualify for the race and then you literally start, you know, let's say it's a 250 lap race. You just have to start the race. And if you, I guess if you finish 43rd, you still get paid. So, yeah. you know, guys would go out there and they would uh, run around the track for, eight laps or so, and then, you know, come into the pits and pull the hood up and act like they were looking at something and that something broke and, uh, and they'd take it back to the hauler and they'd still get paid. So you didn't have to spend money on tires. You didn't have to spend money on, you know, engines and, and you didn't even need a pit crew because you weren't going to pit. Uh, but that's, that, that's, uh, that's kind of a thing of the past. But it's pretty cool that you're talking about horse race. You you were in a horse you're in a horse racing. I am, but this podcast is not yeah. about me. <laughs> no, I know. But listen, people ask me all the time. So about NASCAR, and uh, and I use the reference of horse racing. They say, "Hey, is it is it the driver or is it the car?" Right. So what is it? 
And I always say, well, it's, man, usually the at the end of the day, the drivers are all good. The jockeys are all good. But the fastest horse usually wins the race. Right. It's not called driver racing. It's called car no. racing, right? It, it just is. <laughs> so it's, it's really the car. The driver makes a big difference, obviously. Sure. And so the drivers always get mad when we say that. But, you know, but they're all good. So you're being recognized more and more for this philanthropic work with uh, colleague companies, their charitable giving foundation, your family foundation. You've really decided to focus your money on underprivileged kids, kids with serious medical problems. Those are noble causes. What led you to those particular causes? Well, it's, you know, you, you have to pick. When we started, so when we started talking about colleague companies and uh, a big part of that, that's really near and dear to my heart is, is philanthropy. I mean, I think you have a responsibility as a corporation or as a human being really is if you have money, um, you know, you give it back, you give a portion back to, you know, those in need. So, you know, we started colleague giving and our colleague charitable giving programs, you know, several years ago to help those, you know, underprivileged people. And you could help, there's literally everybody needs help. I mean, adults need help, veterans need help, handicapped, homeless people. But we decided to, uh, you know, focus our our giving really on kids and children. And so we're really big with, um, you know, Akron Children's Hospital and, you know, really doing things with kids. And the reason we do that is because they kids, I mean, kids are about the only segment of the pop, like they can't help themselves they're given their lot in life or the hand that they're dealt and they just have to deal with it. So uh, we do a lot with kids and their direct families. I mean, the, you know, the things that we've done with even Cleveland Indians charities uh, you know, it's helping kids, you know, play baseball and softball. I mean, that's just one example. We feature people on Cleveland's own with on Fox eight, you know, with, with Stephanie Schaefer, you know, every month, actually every day we, we, uh, we talk about, you know, people that have been doing great things in Northeast Ohio with the community and the charities. But um, that's why we do with with kids. You know, I don't I don't know what else to say about it, except that kids can't help themselves. And and sometimes their family situations aren't aren't uh, aren't conducive to being able to help them. So, you know, we have a philosophy at Collie Companies. The more we make, the more we give. And we've really held true to that. Uh, we're, we have given to over 100 501c3 organizations this year. And, um, you know, we, we try to not only give money, it's easy just to give money to, to organizations, but it's another thing to really help out that organization, volunteer, uh, help them as an organization, raise money and raise funds for the uh, causes that, that they have. And, and so uh, I think we've done a really good job of that. Let me ask you about one event that just recently took place. So who has a better golf game? You or CC Sabathia? <laughs> uh, actually, I do. Okay. Um, CC's just recently taken up. You know, when you're a 41 year old former pitcher, you know, the Indians and the Brewers and the Yankees, uh, you know, he he doesn't have a whole lot to do these days, and so he's trying to get his golf game together. But uh, I'll tell you what, being a six foot seven or however big he is, uh, he can hit that ball. Uh, I mean, a mile. But he he needs to figure out how to straighten that thing out. No, so we had, we we had an event, uh, you know, this past Monday, uh, which is is for his foundation called Pitch In, um, the Pitch In Foundation. They do great. CC and his wife Amber do really great things for uh, a bunch of different communities. One out there in New York and New Jersey, you know, out in that area that they live in. 
but uh, CC is from California. So he does a lot of stuff out in, in California to help the, uh, the high schools and the youth leagues that he grew up in. And what they do is they renovate fields. They, uh, they help, you know, fund organizations uh, that allow these, these, uh, these boys and girls to play baseball and softball. And then, um, you know, he's got a really cool thing that he does and he doesn't talk about it much, but he buys a whole lot of school supplies for, for kids. They've got this backpack program that, uh, that we help, that, that we help them with that provide school supplies and backpacks for, for all these kids uh, that are in need. So um, really great organization. They had their first annual golf tournament uh, this past Monday. So yeah, CC and and a bunch of celebrities, Michael Strahan and and uh, a bunch of former Yankees and New York athletes, uh, you know, participated in this great organization, and and uh, it was fun. So finally, as we fight our way out of COVID, what do you see coming ahead for the business here for you for college companies and and what's ahead? Yeah, I think it's good. You know, I've I've always got a very positive outlook uh, anyway uh, about business. Um, and I think in business that you create your own uh, destiny. You know, it's you've got your marketing people and your salespeople and your installation people. And, you know, you just try to do the best as, as long as you have a culture of everybody trying to do their best, you know, to make a living for their family. And uh, I mean, really to help the economy as a whole, you know, I, th- I think we're in a good position. So. I mean, we all, I mean, even everybody listening to this, I mean, they want to do better for their family. They want to do better even income wise and want businesses of all kinds to, to be good uh, so that everybody can uh, make a living and, and do good for their community and, and their families. You know, I see a very positive outlook. I know the housing market uh, is, is very strong right now. I see the remodeling sector, everything that we're doing at Leaf Home um, is, is, is strong. Um, I know people are having trouble with the labor market and um, and the supply chain, but we're we're doing the best we can and we're doing a really, really great job. And uh, so my outlook is extremely positive about uh, about even the rest of this year and uh, the years to come. Matt Colleague of Leaf Home and Colleague Companies, thanks so much for joining us today on The Landscape. Glad to have you. Hey, thanks. It was fun. Matt Colley joined us today for The Landscape, a Cranes Cleveland podcast. We are presented with the support of Weatherhead Executive Education at Case Western Reserve University. On behalf of our producer, Cody Smith, I'm Dan Paletta. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll talk again soon.